Welcome to Apple at Work, a podcast on the 9 to 5 Mac Podcast Network. Um, this show is all about Apple uh, at work, Apple in the enterprise, Apple in healthcare. So today we have uh, someone I just connected with a few weeks ago on LinkedIn uh, based on a post he did, Jordi Whitman from Route 3. Jordi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to, to be here. Thanks, Bradley. So you work at Route 3. Um, Route 3 is based out of the Netherlands, and you all are um, basically an Apple support organization, Apple consultancy, helping organizations get the most out of their Apple devices. And I, 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 you posted something on LinkedIn a few weeks ago, and a bunch of people I'm connected with were commenting on it. And it immediately stuck out at me, and I thought, I've got to talk to him about this app. It's called the macOS support app. Uh, and this was something that you did on the side, um, uh, you know, not necessarily at work, but something you made on the side, correct? Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, well, my main focus is managing Apple devices and getting the most out of it uh, in the in the enterprise. Um, but yeah, I was always uh, interested in in development and uh, looking for yeah some kind of project uh, that uh, that has yeah real meaning to uh, to people and organizations. So yeah, at some point uh, we had this this app internally uh, already in use, but in a very basic uh, format. It's like a very simple list of uh, of items, like your computer name, etc. Uh, it's like a menu bar icon. It sits there right next to your Wi-Fi icon. And uh, at some point during lunch, I said to my colleagues, well, it would be really great if we could uh, uh, improve this uh, user interface. Just like in Big Sur, we were very excited uh, about it just after uh, WWDC last year. And I've so, seen a couple uh, yeah. of people kind of jump in on, on on these little like macro micro apps for the enterprise, kind of extending out what what is possible. And I mean, the screenshot, and then we're going to put a link to this in the show. It's like the screenshot I saw. That's one of those screenshots that uh, sort of don't know why that's not built in. Like that should just be part of the MDM protocol. Like this, this is so incredibly useful. And again, if you're listening on your pod cast app like click the link in the show notes and i'm going to have a, a link to this like it's it's fantastic like this is so simple but yet i can think of like 30 different times a day when someone that that uses a mac at work might need this information either just just to know something click access something or if they're on the phone with uh, their support team yeah we thought combining uh such sort of uh, information uh in one single place and also having a starting point like uh, commonly used applications uh, like the internet or some other uh, yeah, app launcher or uh, team viewer, other tools, screen sharing tools, for example, would be great to have you know, one single point where IT can say, okay, click here, you have everything you need, downloading new applications or get help from, uh, from us, IT. Oh yeah, and absolutely. So, so just to make sure I got the right, I don't think I was aware of this. I knew you could drop in websites, so you can actually put in, like, let's say your company uses the, the Jira app to manage you know, projects. So you can put a link in here to one-click launch Jira. 
As the leader in modern mobile device management and security for Apple and the enterprise, Mosul offers solutions for every stage of your business. If you're just starting out, you can try Mosul Business free and receive the complete MDM feature set of Mosul Business Premium for up to 30 devices at no charge. If you're looking to address all of your endpoint needs for your Apple fleet, Mosul Fuse has you covered. The cloud-native offering combines enterprise-grade mobile device management, identity management, automated applications, installing and patching, and multi-layer endpoint security. Wherever you are in your Apple device journey in your organization, Mosul is here to support you. With a focus on usability, automation, and the best support on the market, Mosul delivers a new approach to Apple device management that is more powerful, efficient, and affordable than legacy solutions. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. That's business.mosul.com, M-O-S-Y-L-E.com. Or look for a link in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have three different types of uh, yeah shortcuts you can put in there. Uh, so we can put an application, a URL, can be anything like HTTPS, etc. Uh, but also mail to uh, and send an email to uh, to your support desk and uh, running basic uh, commands as well within the user space. So this is so amazing. Like again, if if you're listening on audio, you have to check this out later. Um, so yeah, it looks like it's very very customizable. Um, I, I do love the uh, password expiration uh, notification alert, the IP address. That's obviously big, um, and then that can certainly be big uh, if you're. You know, obviously, like there's a lot of this that's like very helpful for remote work, but then just even the IP address is really helpful for um, in office support. So a common use case I could see this. Is let's say you had your company Wi-Fi set up, or like where the guest network doesn't obviously have access to internal resources, but the the staff network does, and that's a very common use case with Wi-Fi. And a lot of times, because of iCloud keychain sharing, like if someone puts their phone or their tablet on the guest network, it can easily just kind of sync that over to the the staff network, and then your your Mac can, um, depending on like which network responds first, can end up on the guest network. Maybe can't print. So if you're, say, you're having issues accessing file shares or printing, you can just slowly see, oh, I've got the wrong IP address. And then the support team could know that immediately. They could ask, okay, what's your IP address? And you say, oh, it's 192.168.10.175. And then they would immediately know, well, you're on the wrong network because that's not uh, an address that the staff network sends out. So really, really cool stuff. I, again, I can, I can think of so many use cases where, um, you know, we get internet, remote support, fantastic stuff. Um, I see in here that you you work with uh, MDM deployment. How does that happen? Well, that was uh, kind of the basic requirement we had. Um, first, when we started this project, we wanted to use it for our own customers like we did in the past. But then we thought, okay, wouldn't it be great if we can make it completely generic and for everyone to uh, customize it with your own branding? Uh, like the logos, text, and own links, for example. So we said, okay, it must have MDM uh, capabilities uh, because, yeah, it's it's the way Apple's going. Obviously, for years now, uh, scripting is, uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm not saying going away, but Apple is yeah pushing it towards uh, MDM profiles as much as possible. So, um, uh, yeah, we built in uh, a couple of keys, well, a lot of them, to uh, to configure the app uh, completely. 
And um, on our GitHub repository, we have a sample uh, PLIST file uh, you can use um, and upload it to any MDM solution yeah, which supports uh, custom configuration profiles. So yeah, I know a lot of them support that. So yeah, basically every tool you use uh, as a modern MDM solution uh, yeah, can be used with, with support app. Uh, for others, we have uh, a JSON file uh, for a tool like uh, Jeff Pro. We have a custom JSON uh, schema file, uh, which you can upload into the, uh, the interface in Jeff Pro. And then uh, you don't have to worry about uh, XML or the plist, how to configure it. Uh, yeah, it would just show a, a nice user interface for the admin where you can just have to, yeah, you only have to fill in the title and colors and then, and, and, yeah, the, the path to uh, your logo and icon, for example, is really easy for uh, administrators, for example, moving from a Windows uh, client management to macOS management because they often, yeah, uh, have uh, limited knowledge about macOS and plist files, uh, things like that. So we felt that would be great for them to uh, to use. And I see that you all, or when you're building this, that you relied on Apple's um, SF symbols. And so that really makes them you know, gorgeous pictures that fit in well, fit in well with macOS and, and really kind of preserve that Apple experience. Um, and so they really, really just look, look fantastic. How um, how do people, obviously you all are updating, you're updating this app continually. It looks like you're on version 2.2. What's the process like for updating this on a on a machine um, over MDM? Well, depends on your solution, but uh, usually we provide a uh, yeah uh, admin friendly PKG file uh, which is already signed. So any MDM solution MDM solution supporting uh, uh, PKG files should be able to uh, yeah update uh, or patch uh, the version. Um, it would just reload and uh, it has a launch agent. So uh, you don't have to worry about uh, launching the app again in the background. It will do that automatic, uh, automatically for you. Um, so yeah, that's uh, there are a lot of, uh, uh, in the community, there are a lot of uh, efforts to automatically patch uh, applications and tools like, uh, like us. Uh, we've seen a couple of examples uh, with Installomator, from, uh, I don't know if, if you know the guy scripting OSX. He's uh, very famous with his blog, uh, but also other examples uh, for uh, for any other MDM solution. This is fantastic. I think the only thing I'm shocked about is that you're not charging for this. Uh, I, I could see a pro version in the future, but um, this seems like the type of app that really any Apple deployment from something that's 10 10 users all the way up to 10,000 could make use of. Um, and it really looks to be very simple to set up. Again, I love the customizability. You can put in your company logo. Uh, you can, you can tinker with the colors. You can change the, you know, the icon. Um, so a couple of the, a couple of the inf- kind of the information you can see uh, in this pop-up window running on the menu bar, computer name, Mac OS version, when it was last rebooted. Now I, I know uh, I've heard someone say, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast for those listening. One of the things about technology that um, is the is the dirty secret is rebooting fixes a lot of it. And and I had someone ask me that one time, why? And I said, well, here's the thing about technology: everything is built around a known state. And often, as we use technology, 
we run into bugs based on things being in states that aren't kind of aren't compatible and rebooting puts everything back to a known state. And that's why it does fix a lot of things. So that can be helpful where if you're, you know, emailing back and forth with support, got a bug, something's not working. They can easily say, Hey, when was your last reboot? Now, again, we can, we can joke and say, well, computers shouldn't require to be rebooted to fix things. And sure they shouldn't, but this is also computer code here we're working with. So rebooting oftentimes fixes it. So if you can usually say like, Hey, it's been 120 days since I rebooted. Let me try that. Um, Again, the next one is storage use, which uh, this this is useful because I, I've, I've in my years of supporting Macs, you run into situations where people do just like for various reasons butt up against their storage limit, uh, particularly when the default MacBook Air was 128 uh, gigs, and it's it's quite easily um, kind of bumped up against, especially if you've got an iCloud photo library that's for whatever reason set to download everything locally, or you've got a bunch of music, you've got, you download a bunch of pictures from a photographer that ends up being like 50 gig of pictures that you didn't realize they were so big, they're stuck in your downloads folder. And the Mac just doesn't work well when it really gets low on space. There's just kind of swap files it can't deal with. And so it's an easy way, again, for support to tell without having to right click, get info, let's see, uh, and the same thing for the user. They can say, oh, I'm getting close to space. I need to figure this out. I mean, I've seen I've seen people's computers where they've had 80 gigabytes in the downloads folder alone. Uh, I had a user that had downloads just from bringing over data from computer to computer to computer that their downloads folder had files back from 2011. I personally think that's um, a terrible way to operate your computer because my downloads folder is empty every day. I keep it clean. Um but yeah, you know, but again, it's super helpful. We can we've covered IP address. Now the Mac password, it shows you when it's going to expire. The, it doesn't obviously on the Mac expire, but you all have it set up where it supports local uh, passwords and uh active directory accounts. Uh, is that is that automatically pulling from the AD binding setup or or do users have to configure that separately? Uh no, you don't have to do anything. Uh it is uh Supposed to work with every local account on the Mac and uh, and an Active Directory mobile slash network uh, account. Uh, well, the the great thing about uh, yeah, Apple development and their their frameworks is that if you uh, are really building on top of them, then some, sometimes or in a lot of cases it just works out of the box. So I was really surprised that uh, using the Open Directory uh, APIs uh, in uh, in macOS, uh, it would just pull the the account information and it would just show the the account, yeah the password expiry uh, for both uh, scenarios. So with zero extra code, it would work with both local and and AD accounts. And I think it's, it's, uh, the experience for the user is uh, currently not too, uh, too good for, um, uh, with password expiries because, yeah, like you say, people uh, sometimes have a very high uptime on their Mac. They uh, don't reboot uh, too many times. Uh, and in the meantime, you don't get a prompt from somewhere, hey, your password is going to expire tomorrow or next week. You still have to log out, log in, or reboot, and then you get the message. So we thought there was a gap in there, and to uh, present this to the user and notify them in the meantime, uh, like, hey, your password is going to expire, uh, show a warning, 
for example, when it expires within uh, seven or 14 days, you can set that uh, uh, that number in the in the contract profile. But uh, that's that's a use case we uh, we thought that would uh, would be great for admins and users, uh, yeah, to avoid these kind of problems. Because if you run into this problem uh, and you are using fall vault and and your keychain is is going nuts and and uh, well, that that's one of the biggest issues we still face with uh, with Active Directory binding and uh, fall vault, especially on MacBooks. Uh, this again, this app is fantastic. Uh, I'll have a l- link in the show notes you can download from GitHub. Uh, it's also on the Jamf Marketplace. Uh, just a lot of useful information. It looks great. It's built in Swift, so it's prepared for the future. Jordi, thanks for coming on the show. Um, again, keep up the good work here. The, again, this is free, and and so if you're an Apple uh, Apple system in, uh, this is definitely something to uh, to check out. And uh, again, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks very much. One thing I'd like to uh, to add is that uh, yeah, I really hope that other uh, yeah fellow admins uh, will also develop with Swift Swift UI as it's really easy, and uh, we're going to be open source later this year. So I think that would be great uh, for uh, yeah uh, for other admins to uh, to see examples how to really use this technology. Oh, that's awesome. Sounds great. Uh, and keep up the good work. Thank you.